Hello, and welcome to episode 154 of Constructing Comics, a podcast building stories one page and one panel at a time. On this episode, we have an interview with Penelope and Jerry, or Jer, excuse me, Jerry Gaylord. This is Matt, and I'm joined by Constructing Comics co-host Noah. Hey there. Penelope, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, before we get started and talk about uh, comics, could you give us a quick uh, bio about yourself and the stuff that you make? Sure. Um... Well, I'm Penelope. I'm a freelance illustrator. Um, I have done character designs and um, background designs for uh, studios and things, but mainly I've done um, illustrated for Penguin Rhino House for their Captain Marvel and like the Avengers Little Golden Book. Oh, very cool. And Jerry, uh, thanks uh, for coming on. How about a quick bio about yourself and then we'll, we'll jump into the interview. <clears throat> Yeah, sure. Um, let's see. Got uh, got my start in comics um, way back in the day. We uh, started Identity Comics Studio. We started producing like our own books before we knew what we were doing. Then we uh, graduated to doing uh, stuff with Boom Studios, like Fanboys versus Zombies and um, the Bill and Ted comic. Uh, then you know more comics. Um, moved into animation. I was at um, Warner Brothers for the last few years um, doing Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz and Scooby-Doo. And uh, now I am at uh, Blizzard doing um, storyboards. And, you know, I'll pretty much do any other thing people will pay me to draw. That's awesome. So uh, I guess this is a question for both of you. Where did your uh, love of like sequential art come from and uh, storytelling in general? I guess Penelope um, or, or Jerry, yeah, whatever you guys want to start with. Oh, no. Um, no. Penny, you go first. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I kind of fell into comics. Um, um, I kind of fell into comics basically after meeting Jerry um, because we met in high school and he was always into comics. Um, I was more into like anime and stuff like that back then. So um, I kind of fell into it by accident and just kind of following him through the journey. Uh, we went to like Comic Cons for like the first time back in the early 2000s, um, and I just kind of liked this the industry and the you know just being able to tell your own stories and and seeing characters it, that you've created kind of come to life in that format. So. That's awesome. That's really cool. And Jerry, um, how about you? I'm sorry, Jerry? Go ahead. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> Me, um, I have always uh, been into superheroes, like Superman in particular. Um, I think the, uh, the Christopher Reeve movies and like the Super Friends cartoon were like really my doorway. Um, like all that Saturday morning stuff, you know, kind of led me into picking up comics. And then, um, you know, I, I pretty much knew like right away, oh, you know, I, I want to do art and uh, comics specifically when I grow up. That's awesome. And that's something I did want to touch on at some point in this interview is your deep love for Superman, Jerry, because <laughs> those are some of my favorite art, art pieces that are on your Instagram are your Superman like redesigns and your comic pages and stuff like that. And so I'm like, my, and my goal in life is to get a job at DC just so I can be like, put Jerry on a Superman book. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, he would love nothing more to talk, than talk about Superman. So. Yeah. Well, what What do you love about Superman? I guess. Yeah. Why not just start it off there? Yeah. What What, what is it that that? Because you have a deep connection, Jerry, to to Superman. Um. I don't know what there is not to love about Superman. Um. Yeah. You know. I like. Uh, I like the colors. I like. Um. You know. Everything he sort of stands for. Like he's he's the good guy. Um. You know. He always does the right thing. I love the powers. I love the the fantastic uh, kind of nature of the stories. Um you know just just everything uh the again like the christopher reeve movies really had a huge impact on me um like right right here behind my desk i've got these like vintage like inner oh, wow. superpowers figures mm -hmm. like these things really um i don't know they were just huge and i you know i think like playing with these guys when i was a kid kind of gave me um it, it brought me closer to uh, to the characters and um, you know it just just stuck with me it's all it's always there in my mind it's always 
you know, it's always kind of rolling and um, it's a, it's a nonstop kind of thing for me. That's awesome. Yeah. One of my favorite movies that I've been like revisiting a lot this summer is the Christopher Reeve original Superman film. And like every time I watch it, I have like a deep emotional reaction, not just of like nostalgia, but like that I think is sort of a definitive look at Superman, you know, and, and it sets up the archetype so well. And uh, without being like falling into the whole, like he has to be dark and brooding and uh, you know, have emotional problems or anything like that. It's like, he's just an interesting character because he just wants to do good. And I think that that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, um, you know, that movie in particular, it's they just took the material seriously. Yeah. And I think that's that's all it, it requires to um, really make a good Superman movie, like just to understand that he wants to do good and he likes, uh, you know, he likes people. And I think, um, you know, again, like that first movie is really just it, it is actually about humanizing the character. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it works on on every level. Yeah. And uh I guess sort of to go off onto a love of Penelope's like Penelope, you have like, I mean, both of you guys do amazing fan art, but I know fan art's very important to you too, Penelope. Um, so what, what <laughs> like, I love you sort of, I love what, reading your posts about why, why fan art is so important to you. Um, would you mind giving the listeners sort of a, a look into your philosophy there? Um, sure. Well, I guess fan art to me is, is kind of like the ultimate, sort of expression of, of loving that thing, whatever that thing is. Um, especially if you've been, if you've loved it for many years, like with Jerry and Superman, um, I am like that with Disney and Disney princesses in particular. Like I wasn't necessarily like a very girly kid and I, I wasn't big on like putting princess dresses on or anything like that, but I love the visuals and I love those characters. Oh, that's fine. That's okay. Just a little bit of uh, uh, technical difficulties, but uh, it adds color to the interview. It I does. Like it. Yeah. So let's see uh, if you guys, uh, Jerry, if you want to come back in, we'll see if uh, the the echo is not on your side. Oh, we lost Jerry. So, uh, Penelope, you're back. So let's see. Yeah, you, okay. You, you have no echo, but you were talking about, uh, your, your love of princesses and like yeah, the, yeah. the visuals and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, I, I, I loved all the, the princesses and their stories and, and the kind of feelings that I would get when I would watch them. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say they're like my heroes. Um, but I did like it. And so, you know, as I learned or taught myself to, to draw, like those were the things that I drew first. So mm -hmm. I, I remember very specifically drawing like a Cinderella. Um, and, cop, you know, like, I, of course, I was copying. I was in like, I want to say third grade or something. And, you know, I would, I would copy it. And my classmates would like buy it for like 10 cents. Oh, wow. <laughs> Like for no reason, I, I don't know why they did it, but I guess they're trying to be nice. Anyway, <laughs> um, but you know, like to me, when I draw fan art, it's like I'm showing my love for that character and I kind of want to add um, like a piece, of, a piece more on the conversation of that character. So I don't necessarily draw like exactly something that I've seen existing. I want to add to the conversation, so to speak. So that, that's how I see and really I, I can sort of associate my uh me and my wife's love of um going to conventions and getting art to trace it back to you specifically penelope because it's coming up on four years ago next month me and my wife were at third eye and we were dressed as superman and wonder woman and we went up to your table and you have a you have a great piece of superman and wonder woman at a coffee shop and mm -hmm. we love coffee shops and we love superman and wonder woman so we had to buy that. And that is one of those pieces that we've had hanging up. My wife had, we were, she was my girlfriend at the time. She hung it up immediately in her room and it's never been off a wall from wherever we've lived. <laughs> and then that sort of started our, our collection of like getting art from artists at Artist Alley at conventions and everything. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, 
I think you contribute a lot to the conversation and also to the stories in general. And it means a lot to people to have, you know, artists that they know contribute to those stories as well. Yeah, like that piece in particular, I drew that because Jerry and I love Superman and Wonder Woman too. And I don't usually see them together in, you know, in other fan art or any other thing from DC. And then um, and in particular, doing something very sort of normal, like not flying around saving the day, but just kind of having a moment and chilling out. And um, so that's why I did that. And I was so happy that everybody like really kind of responded to it because some folks were like, oh, it should be Batman. Like, eh, no, no, thank no. you. Yeah. <laughs> so I think sort of piggybacking off of sort of the couples, Noah and, and Rebecca, um, you guys had mentioned earlier that you had sort of met in high school and Jerry sort of more was like the traditional, you know, comic book superhero guy. And you were sort of more of like, uh, you know, an animation anime. Um, so what was like that? Uh, what was that meeting like? And uh, how did you guys sort of like mesh those, those two styles together? <laughs> well, I like telling the story. We met in art club. Um, he was in the art room, he was drawing, like by himself, he was just, I don't know, I think it was like before some wrestling practice or something, because he was on the wrestling team. And um, me and my nerdy friends were coming in for art club. And so he was, um, he was drawing like X-Men, I think, or some kind of X-Men, Joe Mad, Jim Lee type thing. And we were like immediately drawn to his drawing, because it was pretty dope for <laughs> when it was <laughs> and um so like it, it's interesting because he kind of opened my eyes to comics and then I kind of opened his, his world to anime um we went to like an anime con together for the first time like a year later um so it, it just kind of helped build our scope of art more for each of us to do that and Jerry, did you uh, did you see that like I have somebody new that I can sort of hand comics to? Was there like a first uh, set of comics, or like when you saw that you sort of had that like that line into somebody that was was going to be in the comics? Do you, did you sort of like go home and be like, I need to figure out like the the first comic to 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 give to this person to get them to bring them in? Wow, that's a very good question. Um, first, I have to correct her story. Uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> I was uh, going to football practice, or it was uh, like a, a workout. Actually, I was also on the wrestling team. Technicalities, but uh, yeah, so that that's what was happening. I think also I'm pretty sure I was drawing Thundercats in in the sketchbook. Um, so yeah, but when when um, no, that I mean that's the story of like when we first met. I think. Um, it, it was just kind of natural. It wasn't really a thing where I was like, oh, let me show you these comic books. I think, um, you know, back then, <laughs> I'm going to date myself. It was like, you know, the, the like late 90s. It wasn't like super cool to be like all super into comics and stuff. So I, I kind of kept, I kept most of that to myself. I mean, I wasn't like, you know, super like, oh, I won't tell anybody that I read comics, but it wasn't like, in high school, it wasn't the, in the forefront of my mind, I guess. Um, but uh, I think as, you know, when they, when, when uh, she and her friends were interested in the stuff I was drawing, then it was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. And then um, Penny actually invited me to, uh, I want to say it was Otakon, like one of the first few Otakons that ever happened. And um, that was like the first time I had ever been to a convention, any kind of convention at all. So we, I, I would say we were really kind of, you know, it was just, it was just sort of mutual, like, oh, like I'm into this, you're into that. Um, it, it was just, it was just cool. And Penny, when you saw that he was either drawing, and so we have conflicting stories, it was either a cool, <laughs> like, X-Men or was it was a cool sort of Thundercats art piece. Did you say, hey, like, there's a piece of anime that I should sort of introduce him to based on sort of that drawing style? Um, no, not necessarily, because his, um, like, his stuff was very Joe Mad at the time, 
it was like a Joe Mad influence or Jim Lee influence, but the stuff that I like um, were like the, the older, like Ranma one half. I'm not sure you guys know that one. Um, you know, so like it wasn't so much um, like which one should I show him? I'm just like, oh, that's cool. We're both kind of nerdy and we both kind of like this stuff. So here, watch some of this, and, I, and this is funny, and, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's funny, and so, and I think he started watching, like, Dragon Ball Z eventually <laughs> on his own, so, um, but yeah, I forgot that uh, back in the day, it just wasn't cool to be nerds. <laughs> these yeah. kids have it so easy these days, um, and like, you, you know, it was, just, it was just me and my core group of friends that were, like, openly, like, we like anime, <laughs> but, like, most people didn't even know what that was at the time. Um, I think I was like, <laughs> we, you know, we dressed up as Sailor Moon or Sailor Scouts. And nobody in the school knew what the heck we were doing. <laughs> um, our teacher thought it was like Xena, the warrior princess, which is like, how is that possible? <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like, I guess we just kind of connected on that. Um, we kind of like this fandom. I think once we started dating, like by the time we actually started dating, then like I definitely remember um, uh, Penny was giving me uh, like real like kind of introduction into anime. So like I remember um, there were these things called um, VHS cassettes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she would give me like a, a VHS tape like full of like different anime and like anime like music videos and um you know so so it was a lot of like uh a lot of like uh, like shoujo kind of stuff like um magic knight ray earth and um just different stuff like it i just thought it was really cool she definitely didn't introduce me to dragon ball z like other people did later she she does not approve of dragon ball z um <laughs> sorry but uh yeah uh, uh, you know I'm in, I'm in camp, Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah. I've never I think there's an exclusivity between Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z. That's new for me. So like, <laughs> I thought they could be friends. <laughs> they can be friends. Well, like a lot of people do like both. Um, <laughs> but there are, there are some of us that are on polar opposites. <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't know that because I, I didn't grow up with either of them. And it was funny, actually, while I was living in Maryland, this little boy would come by my work and he would tell me, like, he, while he was waiting for his, like, his mom to come pick him up, he would just talk about Dragon Ball Z the whole time. So all of my knowledge is from that little kid, just, like, explaining every aspect of Dragon Ball Z to me while I was trying to do my job. So, yeah, but, yeah, I never yeah, got, I never got any, he never stopped in the middle and was like, Sailor Moon sucks. That kind of thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, it, so, well, this is news. Yeah, that's how you get hooked. That's yeah. It. So let's uh, let's fast forward a little bit. So the, you know, you guys met in high school, but then eventually you guys start uh, making you know art on your own. Did you uh, do you guys have uh, did you did you guys pursue like a formal training, or are you mostly self taught, or a little bit of both? um mostly self-taught I think for both of us I think um for me like I, yeah. I like I just it was you know hell-bent on figuring it out mm -hmm. um and then like later later in life I'm uh, when we met Brian Turner the other member of the of the identity studio um like his presence really kind of pushed us forward because like we were all kind of at the same level and then we like pushed each other to get better um, I, I went to the Art Institute of Washington for like a year and it, it really, like, I didn't, I didn't learn anything. Um, I didn't learn anything. Like it, it I'm, yeah, I'm self-taught. Okay, cool. That's really cool <laughs> to hear. Cause I've always wondered about like, you know, that I've always wondered about like success stories coming out of college and things like that. And I, I hear it less and less about people who who go to school and then are like, yeah, and then I became a successful artist afterwards. Like a, a lot of it's just, especially now with, you know, it, it being easier to find groups of people, you know, to, to challenge you like Brian did. That's gotta be a useful tool in, in growing as an artist. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I, I didn't, I mean, I went to college, um, but at the time, it, like, taking art wasn't really an option for me. Um, it wasn't necessarily approved by my parents. So I took the next closest thing, which was graphic design, and it wasn't really the kind of stuff that I thought I would like. So um, when I left college, like, I, I didn't even, I didn't even finish it. Um, but so everything that I've learned and everything that I know kind of had to be self-taught, like, I would have liked to have been in a proper art college and learned cool things. And I'm, I get kind of jealous from like a lot of people out here in California, like they all talk about, you know, Cal State and Fullerton and all this stuff. And, um, I'm just like, eh, <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> um, so I, I, I have a little bit of a love hate thing with that, but, um, for the most part, I, like, I had to teach myself. We, we all pretty much had to teach ourselves and we were kind of fortunate to find each other. Um, because we were all on a, on a level that I guess not a lot of people were art, art wise over there in Maryland where there's very few like art scenes. Um, like certainly no at, at the time there wasn't a lot of like animation type people there either so when you guys met brian how long was it before you guys formed identity um studios uh well so penny and i formed it like officially probably i don't know uh maybe a year or six months before we met him um but i <laughs> probably I don't know, maybe like a week or two after I met him, like uh, we had him jump in and we were like best friends since that day. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty fast. Like we um, once like, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, we were producing the first issue of Hyperboy. Like I, I was drawing it and um, Penny was inking it and uh when Brian jumped in, he was like, you know, he, he was like the other piece of the puzzle because he colored the issue. And so that, like, that really allowed us to, like, really get moving. That's awesome. So was that the, like, the first, like, real, like, thing that you worked on from, like, beginning to end? The, the Hyperboy project? We, um, we worked at another, we helped get another group started before that called Temple Studios. And we did a couple of books there that, um, you know, like it was like, not like a wide release or anything. It was like the very first stuff that any of us had ever really done. Um, you know, like don't look for it because <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. None of us did. We uh, thought we did. We thought we definitely <laughs> thought we did. We definitely you you we couldn't did. tell us that we couldn't at the time. Yeah, I, I think we um we took those books to like I think we did Baltimore Comic Con twice, and then um I think the next time I did it we were not with that group, and then the time after that we were back as Identity. So, so you have sort of the the stuff from the I think you said Temple Studios. You have the stuff from Identity. Um, at what point do you start uh, like, you know, going and, and trying for some of the 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 other jobs that you mentioned that you had uh, in your sort of your intro? Like, were you submitting profile? Or, I'm sorry, not profiles, portfolios, and 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 submitting for for jobs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We. Um really like we were kind of figuring it out so you know we were doing basically just uh local conventions i think we were doing philly and baltimore and those were the only shows that we really knew about and then um there's another artist that i i used to do caricatures and there's another artist that i worked with and um her, her name is danielle corsetto and um she had, she has a really big um like self-published comic that she does web comic Mm -hmm. and um so we asked her about like what would be a good set of shows to do and so we expanded um the conventions that we were doing and uh we we would always show portfolios at conventions so um you know really whoever was there we'd show them work and, um get a lot of no's a lot 
a lot, a lot. I think it it wasn't until maybe 2010 or 2011 that we really started to um, kind of break in and, and really kind of get people's attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it was uh, 2012 when the first issue of uh, Fanboys vs. Zombies came out with Boom. So I guess probably like late 2011 was when we started talking with them about um, uh, doing the book. And were you guys able to work on that project uh, together? The the fanboys versus uh, zombies? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that, it was definitely, like, Jerry was the penciler, but he, we kind of jumped in, or I jumped in to help ink, and then mm-hmm. um, eventually Brian kind of jumped in and did, like, an issue here, an issue there, and he would even, like, split the book sometimes with Jerry, because their styles like they're able to meld their styles close enough that it would look pretty cool together in a book so um we were able to do all what is it 24 issues i want to say um no it was just it was 20 issues not 24 sorry 20 a lot (laughs) it's a lot yeah (laughs) it felt like infinity but yeah, yeah it was a lot of issues that we did and we were the team from start to finish pretty much very cool. Yeah, so, we didn't do the colors with that. It was tough. Like we we um like trying to produce that book. Um, like it was a big deal. Like once it came out, it really did a, a a lot to get our names out there and have other people see us. And that's how we got other work and and built on that. But there were a lot of times when like we we'd be drawing like two books at once. So I was definitely doing um fanboys and uh drawing i remember specifically drawing like sonic the hedgehog at the same time and then um some other books for other uh indie publishers and um it the the fbz stuff fanboys stuff didn't pay a whole lot and we were like penciling and inking and you know it was it was a lot of work and not a lot of money Yeah, that's the uh, that's that freelance life. <laughs> it's like you have to do a lot to make sure that you have enough mm-hmm. to continue going. So. Um, during that time, Jerry, were you working on um, uh, XCT? Um, like during that stuff with uh, with Sean? Yeah, I think um, I think probably towards the end of FBZ, uh, maybe I like it was probably either towards the end of it or like right after when I was working on some other book with boom is when I did, uh, XCT. Um, I know I did, yeah, I did a few issues. I, I'm pretty sure like the, that was when I started the zero issue. Um, so yeah, it was definitely like we, we were doing those on top of each other. I can't remember. Right. I'm pretty sure Penny, you, did, um, you worked on inks with that too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I, I remember was... inking bloody stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely that kind of book. We had Sean on on Saturday, and that's actually why I reached out to you then. Was I was like, oh, I need to have Jerry on this show because like, and because uh, he brought you up, and I was like, oh yeah, like uh, I need to reach out to them again for to to come on. So yeah, um, yeah Sean is he's great. He he uh, last year at um, San Diego, he brought Penny. What are, what are those chocolates? Oh, they're Tim Tams. Oh, I love Sean for doing that. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> he got me like he showed me how to like eat them with coffee, and I was like, what? <laughs> so, they're like supposed to be from Australia, and he brings it with him. Give me some, yay! Nice. That's awesome. So uh, I have a question. Um, so earlier you had said that uh, you know there was a lot of sort of submitting work and portfolios and a lot of no's before you finally got that yes. Um, it's very difficult to sort of put yourself out there and then, you know, uh, get the no. So like, how do you handle sort of like the stick to of like, you know what, this person said no, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go to the next person. I'm going to show them the next thing. Because it's, you know, you get really excited to show somebody something, you know, sort of in your mind, you're like, this is, this might be it. And then you get that no. So like, how, how do you handle that? Um, it's super frustrating. I, I, so for me, I think 
um, doing caricatures helped, um, you know, like, because uh, I, I started doing it at amusement parks um, and you're doing it for commission. So like you, you learn to draw what people want to buy. Mm -hmm. And then you also learn that um, people like it doesn't matter how great the drawing is, like not everybody's going to like what you do. And so, you know, in that environment, you get rejects and people will tell you it's terrible. I've made children cry. I've made uh -huh. adults cry um, with my drawing. So, you know, I mean, you just um, you, like doing that, like you, you learn to understand how art interacts with people. Um, and then I, I think probably most importantly is like you have to have a really strong balance of like ego and um, humility. Mm -hmm. um, like. I, like Penny will probably tell you, like I generally think I am a fantastic artist. Like I, I truly believe that, like in my bones. And so when people say that they don't like my art or they're not into it or like whatever their reasons are, like I'm able to absorb that and just let it go by me because I, I know what I'm capable of. And um, you know, so it's it's like a lot of times uh people will take those no's like personally and like you just can't you know like it's just a lot of times like um when you're talking to editors and comics like they'll have a legitimate reason for you know whatever it is that they said about your work and so you take that if it's if it is a legitimate criticism you take it you absorb it you make yourself better if it isn't a legitimate criticism then you just brush it off like i remember a lot um a lot of the stuff that we would get early on is people would say, wow, this is really cool. Your art's really cartoony though. Um, <laughs> why would I hire you to draw like this um, when I can hire Scotty Young or you know, whoever the, the cartoony artist is at the moment that people are kind of in love with. So you know, like hearing a comment like that, like you know, well, I'm not gonna stop doing the stuff that I like. Um, I'm going to keep doing what I do and get better at it. And then eventually like, it'll be the right time. And, and honestly, like, that's kind of what it is. Like um, getting work is about persistence, uh, networking and being in whoever's mind it is, has the work mm -hmm. when, uh, when they need, when they need it, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and the no's never really stop coming, you mm -hmm. know, like even if you, land this project or that project or something even cooler than that like it, they will there will still be a plenty of no's in between all the yeses and like anytime i mean as artists we're kind of already sensitive to our own um our own art and how it is perceived and how it's done you know um being received but it, like i know i remember there was a time I tried to apply to be a part of a Capcom anthology type thing, and they, they were like, no. And I was devastated on the inside. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, many years later, I look back and I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense now because I wasn't as good as I thought I was. And, you know, like, but you have to, you have to love it and mm -hmm. do this. I always tell um, young artists or anyone that's thinking about getting into comics or animation or anything um, you really have to want to be a part of this because it's not for the faint of heart you know you're gonna get a lot of rejections and you're gonna get in your feelings and they're gonna get all in there you gotta um, remember that this is what you like this is what you love to do and so mm -hmm. you just kind of have to power through that and keep learning and keep getting better That's yeah beautiful. I think like the the biggest thing um, about you know, being resist, uh, resilient that I would tell, um, you know, artists trying to make, make their way into the industry now is just uh, don't wait till you think you're ready. Like that day may never come, probably won't come. Like if you're the kind of artist that is thinking that, that day probably won't come. What you have to do is be bold enough to go and show your work and, you know, let, let the people you're trying to get the work from, let them say no, like don't say no to yourself. Mm. That's, that's great advice. Um, I, uh, 
I've taken a couple of classes at uh, Comics Experience and uh, Andy Schmidt runs that. And one of the things he says is there's three things you need to be. You need to be persistent, lucky, and a, and a good person. And if you're like, if you, if you have that, like eventually one of those three things is going to, or two of those three things or one of those three things is going to hit at the right moment, but you just have to, you have to be those, you have to be those three things. And that sounds like that, that falls in line with what you guys are saying. Yeah. I think I heard something similar in a, in a different, um, like in one of these panels, like making comics for something panel long ago. Um, I think they were like, you have to be good or fast or not a jerk mm -hmm. to work with. And if you have two of those things, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> At least two of those things. Okay. So let's switch to the, to the, to the positive. Eventually with all of this sort of persistence and in submitting, you, you guys eventually did sort of get something. What was it like to, to get that? Yes. Um, with, with boom and then sort of get into sort of like, um, not to say that the you know you guys went from like a smaller publisher to a big publisher so you were seeing stuff in previews and stuff like that what was what was that like for you well um that was pretty cool but it was still like um it still felt like we had to really kind of kick the doors down shove our foot in the door a lot of times because um you know people really we tell people all the time if they're if they're asking you know how do you get it how do you pick it and we tell everybody every single time that you got to know somebody mm -hmm. so people are much more willing to put someone that they know onto stuff like onto a project and so um you know it's like it's cool and we get to ride that that high of like oh look we we did something and everyone can see it and check it out um but we still had to really kind of beat down a lot of doors to get more opportunities because it's you know that one project or that one book isn't going to get you know guarantee you to get anything else yeah, yeah i think um for sure like that <laughs> that is 100 percent true uh i think that that first yes though like it was it was pretty nuts like one of um like to to be to be to have that opportunity really to you know get your book in a comic shop have your name and previews and um all of that stuff like it was it was pretty huge at the time like uh we definitely celebrated like we were like super excited um you know like it it even like looking back on it now like it was really like the beginning of you know, where, like, where we are right now, um, you know, so it, it was, it was huge, like, that was, like, a huge milestone, I think, you know, like, we're, uh, in this industry that we're in, like, we keep having those milestones, so, you know, like, um, recently, we were able to uh, get our hands on the very first, like, Batman, uh, and uh, Batman action figures that we ever, like, designed, like, it, you know, it's like we keep having those things and it's like, um, you know, back then, you know, that was a much smaller like milestone. But at the time, it was like really huge. You know, that was gonna be my, yeah, that was going to be my next question for, for Penelope and for you is that like when you're doing like uh, those golden books, you're, you're pouring like your heart and soul into the, into the illustrations and then that feeling of like seeing it at Barnes and Noble or something like that is that that's got to feel great or, or even you know, like some kid is reading it somewhere that, that that's got to feel amazing. Oh yeah. It, it never gets old. It never gets stale. Like um, every so often someone will randomly just kind of shoot me a DM to show me that the, or they just kind of see it in the wild. They're like, Oh my God, it's your book in the wild. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and it's really particularly cool. Um, for me, like I still have family back in the Philippines and like one of my cousins back there was like, oh snap, you know, your book is here and it's got your name. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty Aww. cool. Um, and then, you know, like other people will send me pictures of kids reading it and it just like, it never gets old and it never gets tiring. I'm just like, show me more. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder what's that like when you like work on something like animation 
too, like when you're working on something like Scooby-Doo and you, I'm guessing you guys like storyboarded and, and, and things like that for that. When you, when you see a sequence like that come to life, is it a sort of a similar experience or is it more just like relief? Like, Oh, we got it done. Like kind of thing, like, Oh, it doesn't suck or something like that. I don't know. Like, what's uh, that like? So, yeah, I mean, the, the very first time I saw, well, you know what? The, the first animation that I actually worked on was uh, ultimate Spider-Man. I got to oh, do cool. storyboards on that. And so um, like to, you know, before Scooby-Doo, uh, like that was crazy. Like it was absolutely nuts. Like that I, first of all, that I was having conversations with people about drawing Spider-Man professionally, like, you know, not like a sketch card or something like that, but like it was going to be moving on TV. Like that was big. Um, like I could not even believe it, but, um, to actually see the episode on TV and like, essentially like watch my drawings like you know jump around on screen was just mind-boggling you know like to go from you know being a kid on Saturdays watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends and then you know to eventually be a part of it um, it's definitely like another one of those like huge moments and it's weird because like I forget sometimes that I did that 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 was my first work in animation um, it, it just like you know it, it kind of slides out of my brain but um yeah like it's it's like super cool yeah that's awesome yeah i remember i think four years ago when i met you you had been you had been doing spider-man and i think brian that was doing guardians of the galaxy um brian, oh yeah yeah or maybe you guys are both doing guardians i can't remember no it was just him so he like i think he and i were both originally offered work on spider-man at the same time but i couldn't move out to la um, and he did, and he like knocked it out of the park. And then he was able to, you know, again, this is like, you got to know somebody. So he was there working in the studio and he told the producers and the directors, um, cause they, they would hire you know, freelance artists. And, uh, he was like, yeah, you should definitely take a look at Jerry. And, um, you know, so they, they got in touch and I was able to, to work with him. Like actually our, um, our scenes are like, uh it's an action scene that's like mashed together so like his part happens and then it rolls into my part so like it's like really really cool um and then i think he he went on to do guardians and then i i wasn't doing animation for a little while i was back in comics full time um and then i went out and we were both working on um dorothy and the wizard of oz at warner brothers at the same time do you remember which episode of ultimate spider-man it was because now i want to go on disney plus and watch it because i don't think i've watched uh, it I, I can't remember the episode number, but it is the episode. It's like towards towards the end of the, I think it's the final season. And it, it's an episode where like Doc Ock becomes like young and pretty. And he fights the, they, they fight the three spider slayers. So like my, our scene is like that final fight of the episode where they like throw like the, there's a teleporting spider guy. Um, there's like a, I don't know, like two other, like, I think one of them's like electrical or something like that. And like, they all have a big fight. And um, the Scarlet Spider is, the Scarlet Spider and Spider-Man fight those guys and like throw them into cages. Oh man. Okay. I'm going to have to now watch through the whole series. I won't mind. And to just, to get <laughs> just so I can be like, Hey, I know the guy who did that sequence. I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. I think it's like one of the last like two or three episodes. It, it was pretty cool. That's well, awesome. No, I think you've achieved. You get to you get to write Disney Plus off as a uh, as a hobby expense now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Oof. yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. research. It's research. research. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely research for sure. <laughs> Every like everything I do, I'm like, oh well, I have to have Disney Plus because it's what I have to do. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. I gotta go see Captain Marvel, you know, in IMAX <laughs> three times. That kind you of thing. You have to. Yeah. 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 So you guys, you guys have, you know, you explained sort of like the, 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 the early process, some of the, some of the big breaks, but what's a, uh, what's a typical day like uh, in the life of, of you guys, you know, doing your art? How do, how do you guys handle that stuff? Do you guys work from home? You guys in the same location? Like uh, how, how do things, how do things work there? I mean, right now we're definitely work from home. Sure. Um, I, I had always been working from home 
since even since we moved out here um because i still do a lot of freelance stuff so um but right now like our desks are like facing each other so and and since coronavirus stuff happened like he's been working from home since so we just kind of just sit here <laughs> and work on our own things for like the whole day we'll eat lunch at some point um maybe watch a show or something and then eat dinner and then usually we'll go back to doing something um some more work before we go to bed are you guys sort of like head down headphones on working in your own world or are you guys sort of like hey look what i did or or how does how does how does that work <laughs> uh definitely always be like look what i did (laughs) (laughs) like you have to see what i've done because Uh you just have to and we (laughs) this is just what we've done since day one like this is how we met we were like oh look how i what i drew and look how that i drew um and then we we don't usually wear headphones because we like to share our music cool (laughs) man this is adorable this is the cutest episode we've ever recorded thank you guys yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're we're having a blast. I think. Um. Yeah. I only I only wear headphones if um if I'm working on a board and I have to like hear the the audio tracks to kind of draw to. Um. But yeah, I mean we yeah I mean it's pretty much what Penny said. Like uh, we get up early. I try to um do uh like a warm up to get started for about 15, 20 minutes. And then I'll, um, you know, work on about an hour, hour and a half of freelance before I start like my, you know, nine to five stuff. Then I do the nine to five stuff um, for the studio. And then I uh, usually, yeah, we'll break for dinner and then come back and work some more depending on like how much workload we have. Like right now it's a lot, so. There's a lot of after after dinner work happening. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your busy days to, to do this interview. And I actually think that's sort of a nice way to close out the interview is sort of to come back to like, that's sort of like a full circle narrative that we have going on here from <laughs> meeting each other, drawing, and now like, you know, where you guys are at now. And it's, it's so great. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Thanks for having us. We, we had a good time. No problem. Yeah, no, I, yeah I, I, I enjoyed. Uh, I don't think uh, I don't think we've had a uh, you know a, a team like this to discuss and a team with so much history. Uh, so this was this was a lot of fun to talk about. Um, so I know that we talked about Jerry's love of, of Superman. So it seems like Superman would be sort of like the 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 the, the dream job. Is there is there anything like? Um, that like in the future you'd like to touch other other than Superman. Other than Superman, um, I I guess I mean I'm wow I <laughs> I think that's the last Superman is the last thing on my list that I like really have to do. It would be cool to draw X Men. Yeah. Um, you know, like I've uh, yeah, like I've I've done like a little bit of design work for like. Batman and then the toys and stuff like that. So yeah, um, I think Superman is like the last, the last thing that's like something we don't own. Sure. But I'm like, oh, I really, really got to work on that. Well, as soon as uh, as soon as Noah's uh, Jim Lee's number two, he can uh, he can yeah, he can yeah, put the I'm... he can put the word in for you, right? <laughs> when I get when I get there, yeah, Jerry, you're you're for, you're coming with, yeah. <laughs> You'll be the yeah. guy that we know. Yeah, yes, exactly. Up. Yes, it yeah, won't be the other way sure. around. No, <laughs> <laughs> it won't so, be the guy who's like, "Hey, you remember me that one time?" Yeah. <laughs> so, Penelope, how about uh, how about for you? What's what what would be the uh, the the dream? future job to to work on sailor boone uh i think my goals are still trying to somehow work at disney um doing some sort of feature film something or other that's like the goal (laughs) yeah your style lends it both of you guys jerry your style lends it so well to superman and and penelope your style lends itself so well to to disney 
uh, we'll have to have you back on so you uh so all penelope jerry and i can can geek out about disneyland too because i know you guys have like a deep love for that stuff as well and uh, um, yeah. yeah 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 they gotta open up again at some point they do exactly yeah Awesome. So uh, let's uh, let's let no folks know where they can uh, find you online. And let's start with with Penny. Penny, where uh, can folks uh, follow you online to to see your art and the the projects that you're working on? Um, definitely check me out on Instagram. I'm at Peng Peng Art. Um, that's P E N G P E N G Art. So that's pretty simple. And then that's the same for like Facebook and Twitter. Well, Twitter is Peng underscore Peng. But um, I spend a lot of time on Instagram because it's all visually based. Sure. So. Well, we'll put links to that in the into the show notes. And, and Jerry, how about how about you? Um, yeah, the same. So you can find me on uh, at the franchise art. So it's uh, the franchise with the Z and uh, art. And then, or you can just Google Jerry Gaylord. Like mm-hmm. I totally pop up. I promise. Yeah, I like our, our names first are two or three. Yeah, <laughs> pretty unique enough that you won't hit any too many Penelope Gaylords or Jerry Gaylords in the world. Cool. I think or that's that that's the that's the fourth thing <laughs> I guess in that list. It's like you know, don't be a jerk. You know, work well and stuff like that, and then have a really <laughs> unique name so that people. Will hold. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to find us. Yeah. It helps. It helps. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, I, I really enjoyed uh, talking to you guys. It was a lot of fun. Um, you guys have an open invite uh, when more projects come out or if you just like want to come back on and talk about some Disney stuff with, with Noah. So, uh, <laughs> Noah, I know that this was a, uh, an interview that you were very excited and you set up. Um, so as we close out, do you have any, uh, any qu- final questions or thoughts for, for Penny or, or Jerry? Uh, too many, so that's why you guys. There's no choice. You have to come back on it and, uh, and be my hostages on this show at least one more time. So yes, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, well, thanks, guys. We we appreciate it. Um, so as we close up, um, for anybody listening, if you could give us a rating and review on the podcasting service you use, really appreciate it. If you want to follow the podcast, we are on Twitter at ConstructComPod. We're on Instagram is Constructing Comics Pod. Facebook and YouTube is Constructing Comics. Uh, Please check out the Facebook page for Ageless Press. Um, And also check out the Kickstarter for Dino Thrashers. Uh, Noah is the artist on that, and uh, I'm helping him as the the, the publisher there. So we're going to have links to all of that stuff in our show notes as as well as the stuff for Penny and for for Jerry. But I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, Please uh, be nice, uh, be safe, and go out there and make some art. Uh, Thank you.